The Story and Things podcast is intended for mature audiences who don't mind major spoilers. If you're returning or if this is your first time listening, welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, welcome to this episode of Story and Things, a podcast where we review stories and we talk about things. Love that for us. I'm your host, Chelly. And I'm your host, Yahida. Oh my gosh, I have not seen you in forever. Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, we technically <laughs> always have, Say that. We have breaks <laughs> between the times that we film. from each other. Isn't it so weird? I went home like a week ago and you were hanging out with my sister. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to talk about the fact that I was actually friends with your sister First. I don't want to talk about that fact. Actually, that hurt me. <laughs> I met Shelly's sister. Can we say her name? Do you yeah, mind? we can say her name. Okay, well, I met Melissa, Shelly's sister, in high school. And the reason how we even became friends in the first place was because in PE, we had lockers that were right across from each other. Mm. And I don't even know who started the convo. I think it was me, possibly. Probably you. <laughs> it was probably me. I forgot how we even started talking. But yeah, we were friends before I met you. Just hit it off. But it wasn't like friends, friends. Oh. We were just like acquaintances. That Locker room sometimes. friends are friends for life. <laughs> You're right. I'm so sorry. But I mean, I do want to hang out with your sister more. That's I'm not weird, you. right? No, I'm glad you do. All my family likes you. And then that friend group that we have that's forming that is going to form. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love it. We all have Korean barbecue together. And damn. Oh my gosh. I ate so much. <laughs> we all did. The past the first minute. I ate so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> it is because we have the disclaimer. Oh, you're right. Oh, but it was nice oh, seeing nice. you. I saw you last week once. It was that time. Mm-hmm. And we only saw each other once when we ate. And now it's been a full month like since we've seen each other for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So you came this weekend down here. Uh-huh. And we have a lot to talk about. We have so many different <laughs> types of stories that we chose. Have you noticed that all of the books and movie that we're talking about are all really different from each other? They are. I love our bulk reading. At first, when you said we should bulk read and bulk film, I was like, oh, damn, this is going to be tough. But it's so like, oh. <laughs> it's really not. It's not tough. And it's also really fun just mm-hmm. like reading a lot and just being like, damn, when this one, when this one hits... <laughs> When we're there and we talk about it, ooh, she got slapped. When we talk about this one specific <laughs> moment that happened in Neon Gods, ooh, yeah, that conversation. <laughs> that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about Neon Gods written by... Katie Roberts. Thank you. Which is a retelling of the story between Hades and Persephone. And are, have you read a retelling before? I mean, I'm not... <laughs> I can't say I haven't. But I don't seek them out. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Like, I I have a very soft spot for Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I feel that. <laughs> so when I read retellings, I'm like, mm-mm. When Zeus told that one, that's not what he said. That's not what Zeus no. would say. I know my... No. I know my Zeus. I, I was going to say... <laughs> spoilers. I was going to say, there's not that many penises in Greek mythology, but that's a fucking lie. <laughs> there's a lot of lies. in Greek mythology. Goddamn, just too many. <laughs> but before we actually start talking about like the actual story, yeah. uh, Katie Robert is 
making a whole series of that partake in this book. Does that make sense? In that universe, but with the different gods. Yeah. So the first one is Hades. The second one is, I don't even know. Hades again. Because <laughs> she <laughs> yeah, likes it so much. <laughs> it's her Dark Olympus series. Damn, that's cool. It's pretty dark. Well, <laughs> why don't you go ahead and do the summary? Because I really want to talk about it with you. Did you want to give a bit of an explanation on who Hades and Persephone is? Oh, yeah. So, like, if you know anything about Greek mythology, anything, literally, like, if you were in a Greek mythology class for, like, 10 seconds and then you're like, I'm out. You should know that Hades is the god of the underworld. Mm-hmm. And the underworld is like it's like hell. I don't I don't want to say H E double hockey stick. Uh-huh. Where when you when you kick the bucket, uh-huh. you go there, you know. Uh-huh. And then we have Persephone, who is the goddess of nature. Spring. Spring. Agriculture. Good for her. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Triple threat. <laughs> and what does Hades have? Only the underworld. Dead people? (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. Gross. Anyway, this is a love story between them. In Greek mythology, it is played off as, you know, it's forbidden love. But you know what? I'm kind of down. But I'm going to eat some of his pomegranates. Not like sexually, but like his actual (laughs) pomegranates because they're fucking good. But only six of them. Because I'm not crazy. I didn't know that that was a thing. Just six of them. Yeah, it was either six or eight. No one correct me because I'm always right. Oh, it's either six or eight. It was between one or a hundred. <laughs> but the amount of pomegranates in the actual myth that Persephone ate would basically determine how many months of the year she can be with Hades. Aww. So that's why spring is around for around six months of so spring and summer. Because she's with Hades, her love. And then when she's not, it's cold. Wait. That's actually really cute. It might be the opposite. I don't remember how it goes, but yeah. That's so cute. I really like that. Thank you. Oh my gosh. She's a Greek mythology stan. Okay, so everyone, we're going to go ahead and do a quiz after this. Make sure you're freaking listening. Okay, but why don't you do the summary? And I'll just sit here and look at you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So to give a quick summary of Neon Gods, this world is modernized. And I believe it takes place somewhere in the U.S. It sounds like it because Persephone mentions California. Why would she mention California if she's anywhere else, right? Yes. Well, actually, wait. No, I was about to say she mentions wanting to leave this Olympus which is an area. It's a city. It's a city, but you can't really leave the city when you're in the city type of thing. Well, if you're part of the... Elites, the, the, thir- the, the 13. Yeah. The rulers of Olympus. Mm-hmm. So Olympus is broken down between the upper city and the lower city and the docks. So three of the gods are like the main ones. So it's Hades, who's in the lower city, Zeus, who's in the upper city, and Poseidon, who's in the docks. I don't, is that what they called it, the docks? Yes. I think it was. Anyway, but the thing is, is that Hades is supposed to be a myth because this Zeus, who is about 60-ish years old, killed the last Hades. And we, we as like the readers and like yeah. the people in the story, everyone thought that he didn't have an heir. Even though they're legacy roles, and usually it does stay in the bloodline, people can also earn the title by doing, like, it sounds like they have to play, like, this, like, game. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get you. 
Or I it was just more like campaigning. Not campaigning. really. <laughs> like to be president? Yeah. I'm the next Hera. <laughs> and let me tell you why. No, because I remember when they mentioned Hermes, the reason why Hermes was given that role because she did a really great job at mimicking people's voices. Yeah. I guess it's different for every god. And we're, we don't know much because this is only the story of Hades. So it hasn't gotten super into it. Exactly. So Persephone is at a party. With, you know, the 13, Zeus is there. And she mentions immediately that she wants to leave Olympus. Mm-hmm. She's tired of it. She's nothing like her mother. Her mother loves, uh, loves like the power of yeah. being Demeter. Yes. And Persephone just really wants to leave. But she has to wait three months because when she turns 25, she'll have access to a dowry. Yeah. That'll give her enough money to leave to California like she planned to. But at this party, Zeus is like, you know what? I killed the last three Heras. What's one more? What's one more? <laughs> what's, one, what's one more? Be my last Hera so I can... <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> but he proposes to her, but he does it in front of everyone. Either way, whether it would have been private or not, she knows that she cannot say no. Yes. Because he's Zeus. Mm-hmm. And... Olympus is ruled by the 13, well, 12 that they know of, but the 13 is ruled by Zeus. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Persephone's not down. So she ends up kind of sort of running away. And she didn't mean to cross into the lower city, but it ends up happening because she's being chased by Zeus's men. But when you're crossing the bridge to go to the lower city, it's supposed to feel somewhat painful. It depends on who you are, mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be like a barrier is holding you from going to the lower city. Yeah. Which I first thought was metaphorical when I read it. I thought it was supposed to be like, oh, it's pain because I'm going to the lower city. Do they even have an Ikea? (laughs) (laughs) No, because she was, I mean, she was already barefoot. She wasn't wearing a coat and it was in the winter. So she was already really vulnerable to her environment. When she was describing crossing the barrier, she was in a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. On the other side, she sees someone and they're like, Come here. And, of course, obviously. She's running away. She's running away. So, yeah. Even though he looks dangerous, she's like, okay. Guys who are going to kill me, make me marry Zeus. Stranger. Stranger, Who's kind of a sexy silhouette. Hold up. Hold on. (laughs) He's got a nice little dumpy. (laughs) That's my word. I'm, like, so taken aback by you saying that. Oh my gosh. She wouldn't even be able to see it yet. <laughs> he hasn't turned around. He's not dumped it yet. What if he did turn around though? Yeah, she was like, I'm not going to go to him. And he's like already walking away. And she's like, wait, wait. Wait, come Don't back. <laughs> Can you imagine? Fuck, that would have been a good story. <laughs> a good little add-on. But anyway, so as we can all expect, yes, that's Hades. So Hades mm-hmm. takes her back to his place. And he bandages up her wounds. And... He doesn't know why she's a big deal for Zeus, but he's, like, down. He's like, okay, wait, you're important to Zeus? Hell yeah. I'm going to keep you. Because remember, Zeus killed his parents, and our boy, he wants a little bit of revenge. Yeah, and he does actually know who Persephone is because she is Demeter's daughter. And and the media portrays her as, like, oh, innocent girl. The Upper City has, like, a gossip blog who is really focused and entertained by the 13. So Persephone has shown up 
multiple times and so he knows who she is but he didn't know that she was engaged to Zeus until Hermes and Dionysus see her and they're like girl didn't you just get engaged like two minutes ago <laughs> the hell are you doing here to just like keep the story moving they decide you know what we can get something mutual out of this we can fake date but not fake date because it's very real. Mm. And he's going to ruin her image so that Zeus doesn't want tarnished goods. But he's also going to be, like, hitting him where it hurts. And she can stay there for the three months until she turns 25. And then she'll leave Olympus and never look back again. Yes. But then, you know, they kind of start to fall in love. Stop, dude. No, you're going to make me... (laughs) (laughs) So that is the basic summary of the story. If you're interested, we recommend you go run off. Go run off and read it, listen to it, whatever. And then you can come back because we are going to hella spoil. We are going to hella spoil. Also to each other because we don't know how we feel about it. Uh, we're, we're not telling each other how we feel about the stories we're talking about. In this batch. In order to make it interesting. We just want to change things up. I think we both get bored easily. <laughs> at least that's what it feels like i mean we're yeah. always changing up like the layout of our episodes not always but enough times yeah. where i'm like okay well, a little I'm, spice. I'm not surprised when you know we both decide to <laughs> <laughs> okay but i think we should talk about tropes first mm-hmm. just some tropes that we see in this story i, I don't <laughs> know if it's fake dating it's Would techni- you call it that it's kind of it's kind of fake dating, but it's not because okay. they know that they can't fake it because he has enough spies. Well, sorry. Zeus has enough spies in the lower city yeah. that Hades is like, oh, he's going to know. I'll let you know, though. I was a little triggered when they said they were going to do the fake dating because I was like, not again. <laughs> not again. We're reading so many fake dating stories. Yeah, apparently it's not Chelly's favorite. So It's not that I hate it. It's like, goddamn. How many There's times? so many. How many times? How many times do you have to wreck me like this? (laughs) Would you call it enemies to lovers? No. Why? (laughs) Why? You would call it enemies. No. You know what it is? I think it's, I don't know if this is a trope, but something about like opposites, like opposites attract. Is that like a trope? Something that he is someone who is perceived as darkness. She's perceived as someone, summertime and the light, right? But also someone who's really kind and mm-hmm. optimistic. So I don't know what that trope is, but yeah. Oh, can I mention a character? By the way, no. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to say that I don't read retellings often, and I know I already said that, but the way that they made Zeus in this world, I agree with, because. Mm. You know, not to shade any other retellings or anything we've ever read. There's only one so far. (laughs) Out of these episodes, which would probably land under episode 15 through 18, (laughs) somewhere in there. But (laughs) at least Zeus was actually present in this one. (laughs) And he was a fucking asshole. And And I love that it was even said in the first page, like, yeah, he's a fucking wife killer. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I was like, yes, let me hate this man. Yeah. I already hate Zeus, so mm-hmm. I loved the way that they depicted him in this story. Yeah, so did I. And also, he was consistent in mm-hmm. the way that he was perceived. Like, he was someone who was very egotistical. And even though Hades did 
quote unquote tarnished Persephone, he still couldn't get past his pride and he was like, you know what? I don't even care because I know that you like her. So now I'll make her mine even more. <laughs> I also love the Whoa, love. <laughs> Hello. Oh, big word. Love. Wait, is this you telling me how, no, you, it's how not. you feel about this verse? I also feel indifferent. <laughs> but more towards the like scale. Yeah. <laughs> about the characterization for Hades. Only because, oh my gosh, the way that he's written, he is a leader to the lower city, but is also kind of just a regular guy Mm -hmm. who is so involved in the community, but he's depicted as a very lonely guy. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say depressed, but just, just, he lives in solitude. Yeah, he's to himself. I know. It made me really sad that he didn't really have friends besides Hermes and Dionysus. But even then, he was like, they're just here. I mean, I didn't even invite him. I was like, I didn't even invite them. to They always eat my desserts. (laughs) And my ice cream. Oh, gosh. But I really liked his characterization. Before you go on and talk about Persephone. So I think I would have had a complaint about this story with him helping Persephone. And you know how he instantly... Uh, took her in and bandaged her up and he was always like are you okay? Are you eating enough? Do your feet hurt? Why are you wearing heels bitch? You know how he was like that with her? So what I liked about his character was that he actually did the same thing with the seamstress where, not exactly like that but he actually saved her from the upper city because she had crossed over and he just allowed her to stay Mm -hmm. so that's something that i liked that was shown because it it shows that he's just a really good person i thought you were gonna say you hate it i was so worried because i love that he's so caring hold on are you trying to tell me no i'm not i'm not trying to tell you anything Uh uh-huh What about Persephone? How did you feel about her? The way that I felt about Persephone was she's the middle child. I can't remember how many sisters she has. It's four. So she's somewhere in the middle. And she is the mediator. She is such such a middle child because she is is always willing to do anything to help her mother, even though she really doesn't want to. She doesn't Mm -hmm. want to partake in these activities. So you can say it kind of paints her as the type of character she is because she's so middle child she's also very like vocal with how she feels but she wouldn't really go against her mom had she not been so desperate but with the whole thing with zeus she would have done anything for her mother but that was her like her line that she crossed over i feel like she didn't start acting like her true self until she went to the lower city lower city because that's when she was true middle Middle child energy. <laughs> no, but one of her sisters, can't remember which one, but one of them was, like, so chaotic. She was, like, ready to fight her yeah, mom. I her mom, love Zeus, the whole 12, even Hades. I don't even know. Yep, <laughs> she was ready to fight everyone. Even at the beginning, after Zeus proposed to Persephone, mm-hmm. the little sister was like, should we call her sisters and tell them? He's like, oh, fuck no. Don't call that one. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't tell her, please. Don't get her involved. Yep. She's going to destroy Zeus. Back to Persephone's character. In the book, I liked her development in the story. Because mm. she started off as someone who was very, like, would do anything for her mom. And then all of a sudden we reach a point where she's had enough. And then at the end, she decided to basically do whatever it takes to actually survive again. Nice. 
But in a different way. I don't know how to describe it, but it felt different to me. Okay. Like her, her reasonings were different now. I'm happy that you feel like that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about Persephone even now. Mm. I do like her dialogue. And I do like that she is very driven. Mm. Mostly when she goes to the lower city and she has to make this decision of, okay, I'm going to do this in order to get back at Zeus. But also I just need a fucking last until I get my money to leave. I love that she has her goals. I just don't really find her as interesting as a character mm. when compared to like Hades. Yeah. Which is weird because that's that's really never the case in these types of stories for me. <laughs> yeah, you're always like the opposite. Yeah, I love everyone. So, I mean. Not everyone. Not, you Not liar. other Greek mythology stories that we might have read in this <laughs> podcast. But. Sometime between episode 16 and 18. <laughs> like you, you keep like narrowing it down until you just say like episode 17. That's the one. Was it? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about her. Mm. But that doesn't change the fact that there's a lot of things I want to talk about with you. Can I talk about something that I loved throughout this entire freaking story? How many times has Shelly said love? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just feeling really passionate today. Uh-huh. One thing I loved, one thing I loved was that while Hades and Persephone were going through this weird relationship where they did not want to admit to each other that they were starting to like each other and fall for each other. Mm. Anytime Hades would look at Persephone or kiss Persephone, he always described her as summertime. Yeah, and she tasted like summertime. It's so funny because in my notes, I was like, what the hell does that taste like? Do you think they did that because of the actual myth? I think so. Because, I mean, they also mentioned the pomegranate. But that was their safe word for for her sex. I know. Very scandalous. <laughs> I wrote there, I was like, that's too many syllables. <laughs> it was funny because I was trying to connect it. So I'm pretty sure the first time they mentioned it, I can find a note where I was like, okay, so pomegranate, six pomegranates. That means she's only going to use her safe word six times. This <laughs> <laughs> novel. Like, I was trying to and connect then, it. And then with all of the sex scenes, you were like, okay, not that one. Not that one. Not that one. We're running out of pages. How Come many, on. How many sex scenes are there going to be? <laughs> okay. For, to freaking transition, the sex scene. The, the spice. How would you rate the spice in this book? Out of ten. Out of ten, I would rate it like a nine. What? I would rate it a nine. A nine? A nine. And you know how I feel about sex scenes in books. I don't mind them, but sometimes when there's just a lot of penis in my life, I kind of just need it to go away. Because <laughs> I get scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a little scary. <laughs> this bulk read that we had for this month when we met, there was so much dick. Like, I can't handle how much dick I read about. I've read about all shapes and sizes. I can name like three of them right now. Wait, I'm about to expose you. Okay, go ahead. And then Shelly sent me an audio message. I think the day that I was going to come down here. In the morning. Like it, it, it was six in the morning. So I was <laughs> half asleep, fucking crusty eyes and shit. I open your audio message and you're just like, how much fucking dick is there going to be like in our discussion this week? And then you told me, I really want to read Den of Vipers. 
Please tell me there's no penises in <laughs> I was so sure that that was going to be about snakes. But I guess we can talk about that during that episode. But fuck, there's so much dick everywhere I look. Left and right. But this dick? This, this dick? You know, I don't... Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. I'm actually going to say it was my favorite sex scenes through all the stories that we read this bulkery. The level of spice, you mean? Level of spice. Okay. You know what's funny? You would call this book spicier than Haunting Adeline? You gave that one like a seven. Yes. No, okay, wait, wait, let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> I I enjoyed reading the spice in this more than in Haunting Adeline, only because I felt still a little uncomfortable with the fact that it was a dark romance. Mm. So I think I felt a little more okay with this one. Can I mention, though, something that I thought was funny? How often, not really that often, it was, like, at the beginning that Persephone mentioned, like, wow, Hades is, like, you know, interviewing me about the kinks I like. What a consensual king. (laughs) (laughs) He's such a nice guy. Yeah, which is the complete opposite in Haunting Adeline. I think that's why I like the spice in this one more, Mm. only because it was consensual. Interesting. I didn't think that we were rating it based on how we liked it. I thought you meant just generally. No. I would have changed the rating. For me, (laughs) for me, the spice just has to mean something to me. You know? Like, after the spice, I have to be like, okay, what was the theme? Like, what did I learn from that? (laughs) Don't judge a book by its cover. (laughs) Don't judge a penis by its cover. Whoa. 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 Hold on. I think I would rate the spice in this book like a seven. That's that doesn't so mean that I didn't. That me. doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. I just think mm. it could have been spicier. You know, funny you say you don't enjoy it. I don't know. It feels like you're kind of hinting something to me, but you know, I guess we can just like talk about that later. <laughs> is that going to be our future with every episode? Like anything we say, we'll be like, "Is that you telling me that you like it or don't like yeah, it?" Yeah, it'll be like, "I didn't enjoy it." Okay, go in the comments now and tell me do you think I ever enjoyed it. <laughs> Come on, let's place our bets. What rating is she going to give this book? I hate it. The only thing that threw me off about the spice in this was the entire public sex thing that Hades had. You're not down? Well, okay, so let's explain that a little bit more. Okay. So that was a stipulation of his, right? That if she wanted to embark on this journey with Hades they would have to have public sex because yeah. he, you know, he's someone who likes to do that on his spare time. But, you know, I, it was not what I thought it was going to be because when he said he liked public sex, I thought it was more so like, okay, we're going to go to Starbucks. It's going to fucking sit on my dick. Like, that's all you're doing. But no, you know, it's not that public. You know, he's Christmas. He's a little decent. Yeah. Damn. They do it in a, like a throne room. His game room. It's his game room. There's a throne in there. <laughs> okay. Christian Grey. I forgot his name. Did you see how like, you did hair flip out? I was like, what's his name? What's his fucking name? <laughs> uh-huh. his playroom. Where there was a... What was it called? A day... Dais? Dais? A, a dais. I don't know what that looks like. And that, that word was mentioned in two of the novels Isn't that Isn't that just a platform? Okay. It's I like a it platform like, in like the middle of the room, isn't it? Like a little deck. <laughs> it's just like a deck, right? Sure. Because when I pictured it, I pictured like a sacrificial altar. <laughs> like the top is just flat. And what, they climbed up there? Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, they would have 
come and just have sex with each other, and then a couple would have sex in the middle, and everyone would watch. That that was the thing. In one of the times that they go inside this playroom, there's like an older couple who are having sex. And when I read that, I was like, "Fuck, they had to climb a lot. <laughs> they must be hella fit because, goddamn, they didn't climb it. They have like binoculars. <laughs> like, whoa, look at the That's not what happened. <laughs> I, I no, that's not what I pictured at all. What did you feel about the public sex though? Were you down for it? Were you not down for it? I was down. But mm-hmm. what I what I liked about Hades was that he warmed her up to it. Oh yeah. And he wasn't down to do anything if she seemed uncomfortable. Because there was a part where he was like, Okay, today's the big day. And she's like, We're the one up on the altar. <laughs> like, oh. We're the one up we're going to be the ones in the middle and everyone's gonna watch us have sex. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Okay, I'm down, but she did not sound that confident yeah so he was like nope not doing it we're not doing it unless you feel comfortable and she was like oh fucking thank god she's like wiping the sweat off her forehead like what do you mean i'm I'm so glad you don't want to do it i mean i was totally down can i mention a dislike a dislike yeah i think because we're talking about the relationship between hades and persephone i think it would make sense to talk about it now Okay, I wonder if it's the same. I have a dislike too, but you go first. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I liked the development of their romance. Mm -hmm. I didn't love how it started though. Because I just feel that he fell for her too quickly. I wouldn't say this was insta-love, but it felt like a quick love. That's why I thought it was insta-love. Because of how fast it happened. But isn't insta love like love at, love at first sight? Love at first sight, yeah. So, but it wasn't like that. No, it wasn't. I would agree with that. Uh, that they fell in love too quickly, mostly on Hades' side. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so much is going on, and so much is going to affect the people in his community in the lower city. But he's over here, like damn summertime, <laughs> damn summertime. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm about to risk it all for this girl. But I will say that I do have a like for their relationship. I like that I could tell when he really fell in love with her and when she really fell in love with him because she fell in love with him because she witnessed how he was with his people. Mm -hmm. She witnessed how much he integrated with them, how much he cared for them, how, how prepared he was because he would seriously, every night he would take rounds around the city. And make sure that everything was good. All his doors were locked. All the windows were locked. Because you just never know with Zeus. He's a little fright. But He's a little firecracker. Also, the fact that any time he would go up to someone in the lower city, the first thing they would say is like, Hades, oh my gosh. Oh my you know, god. Would do anything for you. This man, Persephone, this man, save my fucking kids and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> this man gave me both kidneys. Okay. <laughs> He, like, gave me his heart, too. Like, it's really weird. Love it. Didn't know you could survive without it. Kind of crazy. But he did it. That madman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she fell in love with him because she saw how he was as a ruler, which is such... He's literally the antithesis of Zeus because Zeus, even though the upper city looks so, like, opulent and, wow, it's so nice to be here, the people don't feel as safe because Zeus doesn't give a fuck. Yep. Can I try to guess when he fell for Persephone? Like, when he was, like... Because I, I, there was this one part that I was like, oh, hell yeah. They're there. They're in it for the long run. And it was when he came home from a long day. 
and he saw Persephone sitting on, I guess it was like a couch and she was reading and he was like, so often I would come home and just, you know, lay on the bed by myself. Mm-hmm. But now there's someone to come home to. And the house like, didn't feel so empty anymore. Because his house was pretty fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking big. Um, are you okay? No. <laughs> I just uh, thought that was really cute. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but can I finish my thought? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. Interjected. Sorry. I said that she fell in love with him because of how he rules. And I think he fell in love with her. Because she was one of the first people who ever saw him for who he was and not his title. Yes. She treated him like a person. Love that. So. I love that. One dislike that I had. At the beginning of the story, Persephone was introduced while she was in a room with 13 statues. And one of them was covered. And that was Hades' statue. Because remember, in the upper city, everyone thought that Hades was a myth. So they covered his statue. And I really like the fact that you can see that Persephone already had like this weird, I wouldn't call it an infatuation, but like an interest Mm -hmm. in Hades. And I wish there would have been a moment where she had unveiled that. Just because I felt like that was brought up and then never again. I hated that. I hated that. I wanted her to freaking. (laughs) But it wouldn't look like him. No, it wouldn't. But I wanted her to look at it. I don't think it would have. I don't I think that was old pops. I don't think it really would have mattered. It would have mattered to me. Okay. <laughs> it, I hated that it was covered. That's like a little thing, but that bothered me. But I really liked how it was described, though, because it sounded like literal ink was pulling at his feet. Yeah. I love that description. Did you like the, the author's writing in this story? Like her writing style? I think I liked it for the most part, because I did highlight a couple of parts where I thought the way that... Well, for example, there was a part where Hades told Persephone that he was her anchor. And there was like a, not I, not the whole thing. It's not like the whole thing was poetic, but there was some writing that I thought was really cute. Mm-hmm. I really liked the author's writing style mm-hmm. only because it felt very natural how it was written. Do you remember when Persephone was like, oh, by the way, uh, this is a spice scene. Do you remember when Persephone was like, I just want to suck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, uh-huh. you know, all you got to do is ask. So I'm not in the mood right now, but next time, <laughs> just go on your knees and ask politely and I'm down. So the next day happens and Hades is on a Zoom call with all 13 gods, which is really funny. Basically, it's super dramatic because Demeter, which is Persephone's mom, is like, where is my fucking daughter? Is she is she okay? Like, where the fuck is she? Is she alive? And Zeus is like, give her back to me. And Persephone <laughs> comes from behind the camera, behind Hades, and is like, I'm fucking fine, bitch. And then closes <laughs> it on them. Oh my God. But the, the reason I liked that scene was because it was like, wow, that's so powerful, Persephone. And she's like, yep. And she goes on her knees and she's just, she's on the floor giving an expectant look and she's just kind of like, I asked. I did exactly what you said. It was the next day, too. And I was like, God damn, Persephone. She works fast. She works fast. She's like, I've been dreaming about this. I know. She fell asleep. Let's get it done. She fell asleep and set like an alarm, like a silent alarm on her phone, you know? And she was like, 7 a.m. And that hits. (laughs) It's time. (laughs) I thought the author's writing was really It's so funny that you 
use that example to describe how you like the I like writing it. style. Yeah, because it's funny. I thought I thought the humor in this was really good because it was very like sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. hit. It hit. I was googling neon gods before we started filming, and one of the first things that pops up is. Is Neon Gods good? Because <laughs> apparently not a lot of people like it. I don't know. I thought people did. No, I hear a lot of mixed things on this one. That's crazy. You know what it is? I think it's usually any book that gets really popular on BookTok gets a lot of hate. Yeah. It's the same thing with the hating game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny i wanted to mention that to you because i was like fuck that might be a common search though for any book is it good i don't it, but it didn't say it like that it was like is neon gods worth reading and what would you answer Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we're not at our ratings yet ma'am all right so before we talk a little bit more about the plot we're just gonna go further into it just so we can talk about the finale okay so something that i really appreciated about this story and the romance is that when both characters are falling in love with each other both of them refuse to say it because they know well persephone knows that she can't stay because it's causing her family so much turmoil the fact that she's there. So she feels like if she doesn't leave Olympus, everything that's happening will happen in vain. And Hades doesn't confess to her that he loves her because he knows that if he says it, it's going to have too much power against her. So he's like, I'm not going to cage her. Yeah. There's even that (laughs) one scene that's like, if I were, when Hades says, if I were a different man... I would be begging for you to stay. I would do anything for you to stay. And Persephone says, if I were a different woman, I would have already decided to stay. But then they (laughs) linger on the end. They're like, but we're not different people. Damn, that was sad. But just to talk further... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just to talk a little bit further about the plot. Mm -hmm. So... They're doing their thing. They're having a whole lot of public sex. Zeus gets <laughs> so much alter sex. <laughs> Zeus gets word that they've been fucking climbing and shit. And he's just like, <laughs> God damn. So Zeus decides to kind of push Persephone into a corner. So he ends up sending his men after one of her sisters. Yes. And her sister ends up running towards the river sticks. Don't know if she intended on going there. Again, happened with Persephone, but it just happens. So she is right next to the border and Hades and Persephone are on the other side. And Persephone is like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to save her. Persephone can cross over because there is a treaty in the border that Hades and Zeus can't cross their own sections. Like they can't cross over because it'll break a treaty. And if anyone does it, it will incite war. So, uh, Persephone's sister, she gets, like, 
taken down right next to the border and the guy is like dragging her and Hades knows that Persephone wants to jump in and save her so he's like I have to be the one to save her because if she crosses over there's probably a whole bunch of other men around who'll just take her from me yeah so he crosses over he saves the sister they go back and Zeus sends a message with Hermes and basically tells Hades shit's about to go down if you don't give her back to me in in the next 13 hours every hour for every god because you know zeus he's aesthetics he's a little silly (laughs) (laughs) and and hades is like ready he's like i'll do anything for her anything so he's he's getting ready for war because he's not going to give up persephone yeah and persephone is taking care of her sister and at that point hermes comes in Hermes relays a message to Persephone from Zeus, where it's like, if you don't come back, I'm going to destroy the lower city and everything you love. (laughs) Which, Oh, my God. So what happens next? So when Persephone gets this message, she knows that Hades has done so much for her. So she starts to feel bad. And And also because she's been integrated in this lower city so she knows the people there Mm -hmm. their life is going to be in jeopardy Mm -hmm. because of her stubbornness in her view Mm -hmm. of just not going back and dealing with it herself and she doesn't want to put Hades through this because Hades is such a good leader so she doesn't want him to die yeah so she decides to dress up and just go back right The reason we prefaced all that was because I wanted to talk about one specific thing about the ending, which was the fact that Persephone went back and did not tell Hades that she went back. Because she knew he would stop her. How did you feel about Persephone not telling Hades? So, I feel that this story, let's be honest, it was pretty predictable, wasn't it? Yeah. And Chally and I have discussed this many times neither one of us like to guess what's going to happen in the story but just the whole setup it's almost like formulaic yes Uh, it just it feels like i knew where this story was going the moment she crossed over and first met hades so i was genuinely surprised i thought that they would have gone to war Mm -hmm. but they didn't (laughs) so she she went back and I hated that she went back. Interesting. I hated it so much. I hated that after all they went through, she couldn't tell him the plan. Mm -hmm. And I understand it's more of a, this is my fight. I have to do this on my own. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you already dragged Hades into this. Mm -hmm. And the fight is bigger than you just getting married to Zeus. Right. I hated it. But the other reason why she went back was because she thought all of the leaders were going to be in Zeus's side. Mm-hmm. But then we later on find out that they're actually split. Well, yeah. they Hades has one more on his side. Yeah. But he has all the weak ones. Not even Poseidon <laughs> is on his side. That's all he needs. You take Poseidon out of water, what is he? A regular ass man. <laughs> <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> but I really hated the fact that Persephone just left. And, oh, fuck, it sucked, too, because Hades went into the room where the sister was staying and saw that Persephone was gone and then went into the bathroom and then found a little note that was Persephone's writing, but super, super quick. And she was like, sorry, I 
I had to do it. This is a weird time and a weird place to tell you this, but I love you so much. Mm. And that's kind of it. And he's like, oh my fucking God, <laughs> this bitch loved me. <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? I know. Not me. <laughs> I know when our hands accidentally touched when we were climbing that altar, it <laughs> meant something. There was no altar. <laughs> But he felt inclined to do something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to cross the border early in the morning and fucking kill Zeus. Mm. Right? He didn't want to kill Zeus. Remember, Hermes shows up and mm-hmm. gave him a, re- a message from Demeter. And Demeter was like, you have the, mo- the majority on your side. Here's a gun. Kill him. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Thank and, you. And he was like, I mean, I know I've been waiting for this my whole life, but goddamn. <laughs> no, Demeter. He's like, grabs the gun. I'm not going to cock the gun. <laughs> like, Demeter. Stop. She's like practicing poses with it. Demeter, don't make me act up. Not on Sunday, the Lord's Day. Yeah. But he goes... From what I remember, he does go with the intention of following through and mostly because of the fact that when he gets to Zeus's office, he can hear Zeus having sex and he's like, oh, fuck no, if that's my bitch Persephone. <laughs> he goes, listens, and then sees that it's not Persephone and he's like, you oh, know but what? He, he was scared that it was going to be against her will too. Yes. This was so sad. I thought it was kind of funny, though, the fact that it wasn't Persephone. And he could have used that moment to shoot Zeus, but was like, I'll let this man finish. I'll let, you know, who am I? This is going to be his last time. This is going to be his last time. Who am I to take away his penis rights? Can't do that. I'm not going to deprive him of an orgasm. Can't do that to one of my boys, one of the 13. I'm not a monster. I know. I may be a potential murderer, but that doesn't make me a monster. (laughs) The rest of the gods, like, that's my boy. That's it. God damn. Anyway, let's just skip forward. But this is a long summary, but just to skip forward. Zeus ends up dying because he fell off a window. And it was not Hades' fault. Not entirely. Nope. He just didn't, you know, he didn't stretch for you. He didn't stretch no, far enough because, to you know, him. Yeah, Zeus was, like, right next to him falling, and Hades was like, no, oh, look, something's over there. <laughs> oh, no, let Oh, me. no, I can't actually stretch my arm. I was doing doing a lot of push-ups. <laughs> like, my, my arms are kind of stuck in, in push-up position. Like, I, I can't. Um... That is not the end of our story, but I think it's a good time to pause. How did you feel about the relationship between Zeus and Hades? Like how it was depicted in this retelling? I didn't care much for it because I know that it's mentioned that Zeus killed Hades' parents in a fire and Hades was supposed to die in this fire too. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of bad burn marks because he is a survivor of this fire. Yeah. They never went into specifics. It makes me feel indifferent with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. In the end, he tries to bring it up and is like, you know what? I'm glad your dad is dead. I'm sad about your mom, though, because she was hot as fuck. You know, very messed up. But that didn't mean anything to me because it wasn't brought up in a way that was impactful to me beforehand. But I feel like it 
Doesn't really need to be explained, though. I just wish it was. Because I don't... I don't care enough mm. for, for that conversation they were having. And because I didn't care enough, but it didn't feel like impactful. Hades even had to kill Zeus. To me. Because it's like, well, who the fuck cares about him? He's 60. He's gonna die soon. <laughs> no, he's literally a god. He's literally a god. Are they though? It's modern time gods. No, they still have, like, powers. But they, it's just oh, not fun. He lived to 70 then. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, my, my freaking grandpa's 83. He should have went for Zeus. He should have been the one he campaigning. <laughs> Next time. Um, while I don't entirely respect your point of view on that matter, because I feel like the entire story, they mm. had this animosity towards each other. Mm. It was built up enough until at the end I was like, oh my god, is he going to kill him or not? I'm so curious. I respectfully disrespect <laughs> you respecting. I said I don't respect. Okay, let me, let me again. <laughs> you know, I respectfully disrespect you disrespecting me. How dare you? How dare you? It just, it didn't mean anything to me. So that moment actually meant something to me because in the book, after he dies, it says, I turn and walk away in my darkest heart of hearts. I thought I'd feel victorious once Zeus died. It's a balancing of the scales, a way of paying back all the horrible shit he's done over the years. To me, yes. To my parents, definitely. But also to more people than I dare, dare count. The swath of his destruction is wide and stretches back through the decades. Instead, I feel nothing at all. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Instead, I feel nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And I always really love when a character is so pent up on revenge that when they finally obtain revenge, they don't feel anything. Yeah. Because at the I end of the day, like at the end of the day, it doesn't even really matter. Mm-hmm. Like nothing changes. You're not going to get your family back. Mm-hmm. So I. Love that description. Damn. Then I'm going to retract my statement. From, no. No, no. From the beginning no. of this episode. No. Where I said I like that Zeus was more present and more hated in this story that we read. As opposed to the one on episode 17. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to retract my statement because I feel like I would have been more impacted by that if I did hate Zeus more. Because I did hate him, but I didn't like hate him. You didn't hate him? He was horrible, but I didn't. He killed three of his Haras. But he didn't kill four of them. So it's like. (laughs) He would have. But did he? But did he? (laughs) But I think this is a good time to mention how we feel about this book. (laughs) Should we? Who do you want to go first? Should I go first? I don't know. Should he guess? No, let's not guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't because know. you know what? Let me tell you something. You're a little bit sporadic Thank you. on how you feel about things. When I was so sure, I seriously thought you were going to hate the hating game. The fact that you loved it, maybe I don't know you at all. <laughs> but maybe you do know me, but you're misunderstanding me. <laughs> I just love things that are good. No, so, you don't. <laughs> talking about Neon Gods, it was kind of basic. Basic. It was kind of basic. What? The, the thing is, I enjoyed it. Okay, hold on. Someone needs to rewind. How many <laughs> times did this bitch say, I love... Okay, so if you take the amount of times I said love 
and subtract it by the amount of times I said penis and dick, that'll give you <laughs> a good indication of how she really feels when about it. When there's too much penis, it scares me away. <laughs> no. Oh, damn. Well, Dead of Vipers is going to be a fun one. <laughs> but it was a little basic. I did enjoy the story while I was reading it. I did spend a lot of time just binge reading it because I, I really liked the progression of the story. But as soon as I finished it, I knew it was not going to be a story I came back to. I will read Electric Idol, which is the second book to this. But that's just because I want closure, There's, I guess. It's not for them, though. Oh, then fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going to read it. I'm not going to read Oh, okay. That makes me... I'm sorry. This is the first. I had a, a rating, but now that you said that, I think it's going to tank it. I think it's going to tank it. Because well, I fucking hate the end where it's like, damn, Persephone was a boss ass bitch throughout this whole thing. Move in with me, please. Like, you know, after you said you weren't going to do it, move in with me, please. Hades, me, me, your love. And she's like, down. And it's like, okay, then what happened throughout the entire story? Fuck that. Now, I might even say I dislike it because of that. That actually makes me, like, not happy. I misunderstood. Uh, what did you think Electric Idol was? We literally talked about... I thought about they were going to be singers. I thought they were going to be road trip What? The 13 idols, you know? Like, the 13 gods. Oh, because all... in Electric, yeah. the L and the E is 13? Oh, my God. Wait. No, that's what I thought. See, that's how I... Context clues that shit. Well, I mean, I'm. what I meant to say was it's not about them, mm -hmm. but they probably will show up. Still doesn't matter to me anymore. Okay. It still does not matter to me anymore. I was going to give this a three uh -huh. out of five. Uh -huh. I think I'm going to change it to a 2.5. Okay. Out of five. Mm. <sighs> On good race, you round up, so it's still a three, but whatever. It's still a three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basic. I liked it. I'm not going to go back to it. Mm. So go ahead and tell me how much you hated it. <laughs> Did you hate it? <laughs> well, goddamn. I feel like um, while I agree with you on certain parts of your feelings of the story, the thing that I really love that books do, and especially with characters like Hades, that he's depicted as someone who isn't emotional in any way, I really love when a powerful man like Hades isn't afraid to show how much he loves the person that he loves. Okay. So there's a scene that we did not talk about in the book where he's too afraid to tell Persephone that he loves her. But he's like, you know what? But I'm going to show her that I love her. Oh, yeah. So what he did was when they were going to have, you know, public sex, they were going to do it in that little throne room in the middle they were on the chair, I believe, and they had people from the lower and the upper city watching them. And they were going to do stuff, but she wasn't feeling it. So he sits her down on the throne, and he gets down on his knees, which that already was like, what the fuck? Because he, he's supposed to be dominant. Exactly. So when he did that, she was also surprised. She was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? And he eats her out in front of everybody. Yeah. Because he wanted to show her that he loved her. 
Okay. Because of that, I rated it oh a five out of five. Oh my god! <laughs> because of some pussy, <laughs> you gave Spanish love deception a five out of five. Uh-huh. And there was no eating pussy in it. Well, there was, but not like. <laughs> Is Wait. that what it takes? <laughs> so funny i almost gave haunting adeline a five out of five for that <laughs> reason i was like damn he's so focused on her pleasure wait wait <laughs> i just want to mention i i don't hate books that have spice i just want to mention that I, but the fact that you gave this a five out of five i didn't think you were gonna like this i'm gonna be honest with you i did not love the ending of okay. this story but I did really like the development of the romance between Hades and Persephone. Okay. And because of the romance between them, I can see myself actually going back to this book. Not reading the beginning or the end, though. The middle. The spice. She hits. Not even just the spice, but even when <laughs> when he would when he took her to the greenhouse. Like that was yeah. really cute. When he took her to, to like the night market. To the night market when he took her to go get fitted for a dress and lingerie and all that. I thought those moments were really cute. Yeah, they were. It's not five out of five worth. <laughs> I gave it a two point five. <laughs> Whoa, I think this is like the biggest difference we've had. Yeah. You noticed that when we first started this podcast, we mostly rated everything the same kind of yeah what happened i don't know i think you're just unpredictable thank you i think you are too now because fuck i thought i knew you who are you (laughs) i thought i would give it what two i don't know what i thought you were gonna give it but i didn't think you were gonna like the writing style Mm. and i i knew that you would have liked the spice because of that cool ass altar in the middle and them having to climb, <laughs> okay. butt ass naked, climb it just for Persephone to pussy out, and be like, okay, let's climb back up. No, they had a little slide. Imagine, <laughs> like the, the freaking spiral slide, uh-huh. the tubos. <laughs> oh my god, the ones that shock you. she decided to stay i feel like she had a really good reason to stay now yeah because now she wasn't being manipulated by her mother and mm-hmm. zeus was gone problem solved why wouldn't she stay i just didn't like how how quick it was i guess god damn how much longer did you want this book to be <laughs> it needs to be bible bible thin paper <laughs> and just completely filled out mm-hmm. but not Completely filled out with eating out. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't mind. Um, I don't know you, <laughs> but yeah, I, I still liked it. I don't want to. Now I feel bad. I feel like I am hating on it. You are, but it's okay. Speak your truth. <laughs> I, I literally will never judge you. 
Unless you hate a very specific story, then I'm not going to say what title it is. That we haven't done? I'm <laughs> just kidding. Okay, Can you like, imagine? I was like, I didn't. I didn't okay. You're like, no pressure or anything? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is super random. We never talk about book covers. Ever. Besides Haunting Adeline, that was the only time we ever mentioned. No. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> you mentioned book covers in Hating Game. Yeah, What's happening? <laughs> oh my god. Are we changing? Are we changing? No, I wanted to talk about the book cover of this book simply because I thought it was really underwhelming. Like, I if I had cover. just seen this book cover, I wouldn't be like, <laughs> so oh, funny. fuck yeah, I'm gonna read that book. The book cover is literally just a the chair. chair. But that's the one where she got her pussy eaten out. But it's such a basic chair. <laughs> it's funny because out of context, it's a chair with... um. With a quote from someone who reviewed it, and it just says unspeakably hot, but it feels like they're talking about the chair. (laughs) It's not about the chair. I know they mentioned the word neon gods in the novel, but why did they call it neon gods again? Because of how the lower city looks. Because it looks very like neon lights and such. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of wish the title played a bigger role. Me too. In the actual like plot of the story, but I mean, I mean, even Electric Idol. What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. They're in a band. I thought they were in a band. They're not. Oh, in a sad. Band. Okay. Well, thank you all of you who are listening to us in audio format, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere else you get your podcasts on. If you want to leave us a review. Or a rating. That would be so nice of you to do. <laughs> She's already crying. Whether it's positive or negative. We'll, and, we'll accept either. And did you know that what we, a dais was? <laughs> Dias? Dias? I, I thought you were going to say. And did you know that we would rate it the way that we did? Based on how we were speaking? Oh, yeah. I did it. <laughs> I didn't either. You literally, every second, you were like, love. I, I, because I did. Love. But I don't love it that much. <laughs> I don't know. If there was one more pussy-eating moment, would have went up to a three. <laughs> 3.5. Also, for those of you who are watching us on YouTube, if you want to like, comment, and subscribe, comment how you feel about it, I know that you have to hit the notification bell. And I keep saying it's for analytics, but I don't even know what analytics means. So maybe <laughs> next episode, I will know what it means. Got it. <laughs> but thank you, all of you who are just following us. On our journey of reading books and watching movies. We're also trying to expose ourselves a lot this 2022. Mm -hmm. So if you want to follow us on Instagram or TikTok on story and things, spelled S-T-O-R-Y-N-T-H-I-N-G-S, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. So we are going to read a review on Goodreads based on a die roll. If it is an even number, we're going to read a positive review. If it is an odd number, we're going to read a negative review. We do not feel any certain way about this review. We're going to read it. Leave it in the air. We won't Read it and it. leave it. Okay. A three. Oh, negative three. Okay. So this comes from Gari from Goodreads. They rated it a two out of five and they write, someone wake me up when there's a good Hades and Persephone retelling. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. God damn, what a burp. I know, fuck. <laughs> so sorry, Kate. Is that where my ass? Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs>